Welcome to Focus on the Bible, episode 34. This episode is about the end times. Are they near? In about four days from now, the Christmas star is supposed to appear, they say. Now, they call it the Christmas star, but it's not really a star at all. It's just a couple of planets that, from the point of view of Earth... Those two planets will look like they're side by side and their lights will combine together to make it look like one large heavenly light. So they call it the Christmas star because of the time of the year that we're in and it's big news. In fact, many people think that, well, if the Christmas star is here, that must be a sign from heaven that the rapture surely must be about to happen. Well, not just the Christmas star, but have you heard there's a total eclipse this week. A total eclipse. Now, if you read the small print, you'll see that eclipse can only actually be seen from South America, but still it makes the news and still people rush to say the rapture must be imminent. And that's not hard to terrify people over the rapture of those who are not really feeling prepared for that great event that's sure to happen but we just don't know when. It's easy that people would fear these days because we've been in a national and worldwide pandemic now for about nine months and people are all on edge. Is it true that because we see these signs in the heavens and signs in the earth that the rapture is about to happen? Let's talk about this. In Luke chapter 21... There are some very familiar phrases used by Luke, the beloved physician, as he talks to people about the coming of the Lord. I want to read to you from Luke 21. I hope you can join me in your own Bible, but if not, you can follow along as I read from Luke 21, verses 9 through 11 first, and then a couple of other verses. Here we go. The Bible says in Luke chapter 21, beginning in verse 9, But when you shall hear of wars and commotions, be not terrified. For these things must first come to pass, but the end is not by and by. Then said he unto them, Nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And great earthquakes shall be in diverse places, and famines, and pestilences, and fearful sights. And great signs shall there be in heaven." And now skip, skip, verse 25 says, And there shall be signs in the sun, and in the moon, and in the stars, and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring. Verse 27 and 28 says, And then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads. For your redemption draweth nigh. Are these signs we see today, the signs that Luke speaks of in Luke chapter 21, and are they signs that the rapture of the church is about to happen? No, they're not. Luke 21 is not a passage about the rapture of the church. I want to give you six reasons straight from Scripture why that is just not the case. Here we go. In Luke chapter 21, in verse number 12 is reason number one. 
Luke says, but before all these, they shall lay their hands on you and persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues. Are you afraid of being delivered to the synagogues, friend, today, if you stand for Jesus? I've never had that fear in my whole life, that someone would come and arrest me and take me off to a Jewish synagogue. Verse 12 is clearly Jewish. They fear some kind of questioning process in front of the Jews who run the synagogues. That really does not square with people who are living in the church age today. Reason number two is in verse 14. He says, settle it therefore in your hearts not to meditate before what you shall answer. For I will give you a mouth and wisdom which all your adversaries shall not be able to gainsay nor resist. And so Luke tells them from the Lord that they shouldn't be afraid of being delivered to those synagogues or the prisons or to be brought before kings and rulers for Jesus' name. They shouldn't even settle it that they're prepared to speak for him. Why? They love the Lord because God would give it to them. Is that our position today with the Lord? You remember 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15, the Lord through the apostle Paul told us to study, study to show thyself an approved workman who needs not to be ashamed. You remember Peter, he said to always be ready to give an answer for those who ask us about the hope that's in us. We're to study. We're not to be lazy. Nothing wrong with faith that the Lord would lead us what to say, but we're under command to study and not such as in Luke chapter 21 and verse 14. Reason number three is in verse number 20. He says, And when ye shall see Jerusalem compassed with armies, then know that the desolation thereof is nigh. There are no armies surrounding Jerusalem today, but Jesus said there would be in the day that they're to watch for this coming of the Lord spoken of in Luke 21. But that's not true today. Reason number four is in verse 21. He says, Then let them which are in Judea flee to the mountains, and let them which are in the midst of it depart out, and let not them that are in the countries enter therein too. What is verse 21? Well, that clearly matches Matthew chapter 24 when Jesus has told those who are in Jerusalem, in the event of the abomination of desolation. More about that in a moment. But when you see that abomination of desolation, if you're in Jerusalem and Judea, you flee, you run. Run to the hills, run to the rocks for protection because the wrath of God is about to fall and the Antichrist himself is pursuing you. That abomination of desolation goes all the way back to Daniel. Jesus spoke of it again in Mark. It's when the Antichrist is in our world and he goes to Jerusalem and he seats himself in the temple of the Jews and demands to be worshipped as God. That event happens during the tribulation time, the seven years of awfulness that's coming to this world. But when he sits and demands to be worshipped as God, run, get out of the city. 
And he even says, if you're out in the country, don't go into the city. Remain in hiding. That clearly, friend, is not any condition that any of us are in today. Verse number 22 is reason number five that Luke chapter 21 is not to us about the rapture. Here's what he says. For these be the days of vengeance, that all things which are written may be fulfilled. What are the days of vengeance? Well, that's not where we live today. Now, there's trouble in the world, of course. Jesus told his disciples there would always be trouble. In this world, there will be tribulation in a general sense. But God gives it a name in verse 22. The people who see these signs in heaven and see the coming of the Lord in their day, they're living in the days of vengeance. What is that? I can give you a one-word answer. Tribulation. This is the tribulation. It's Jacob's trouble. These are the seven years when God's wrath will be poured out onto an unbelieving world that had every opportunity to believe in Jesus Christ, but they have thwarted their opportunity, been left behind after the rapture, and God's wrath will be poured out in these days of vengeance. I want to read to you from the scripture. We'll be right back to Luke 21, but I want to go over to Revelation chapter 16 and read you some verses about a day during these days of vengeance. Revelation 16, pick it up in verse 17 and listen to this description given by John about these days of vengeance. And the seventh angel poured out his vial into the air and there came a great voice out of the temple of heaven from the throne saying, it is done. And there were voices and thunders and lightnings and there was a great earthquake such as was not since men were upon the earth, so mighty an earthquake and so great. And the great city was divided into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell, and great Babylon came in remembrance before God to give unto her the cup of the wine of the fierceness of his wrath. And every island fled away, and the mountains were not found. And there fell upon men a great hail out of heaven, every stone about the weight of a talent. And men blasphemed God because of the plague of the hail, for the plague thereof was exceeding great. We have nothing like Revelation 16 that's happening in the world today. Luke chapter 21 just does not square with where we are in the world today. This is not the time spoken of in Luke 21. Reason number six why this is not the rapture of the church is in verse 24 of Luke 21. He says, And they shall fall by the edge of the sword and shall be led away captive into all nations. And Jerusalem shall be trodden down of the Gentiles until the time of the Gentiles be fulfilled. The key phrase in verse 24 is the times of the Gentiles. What's that? Well, the time of the Gentiles is a period in history that Luke speaks of when under Nebuchadnezzar, 
Judah was taken. And from that time forward, it's been Gentile powers who have ruled in the world. And that's true still today. Gentiles are ruling the world, and Jerusalem in no way is seen as the capital of the world. But that won't always be. Friend, do you know why? Because one day Jerusalem will be seen as the center of planet Earth, because that's where the king of all the earth will be in Jerusalem. These verses in Luke 21 are not about the rapture of the church because the church is not in play in Luke 21 to these people. These people are living in Jerusalem. These people are looking forward to their deliverance. But the church's deliverance of today is not in the second coming of the Lord. It's in the rapture of the church. Well, if this is not the rapture of the church in Luke 21, what is it? It's what we call the second coming of the Lord. It's when the Lord comes at the end of the tribulation time, and He comes at that time to be the king in all the earth. He comes not to take out the church, but He comes to be the king of all the earth. He'll take His throne on that day. Luke 21 speaks of it in verse 27. He says, and then... Shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory? And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. These are verses not about the rapture of the church, but about the deliverance of those who live in the world at the end of the great tribulation. And thank God for it. There's another question we should ask. Should we not then be looking for the rapture today? Oh, we should look for the rapture today. We should keep one eye on the sky all the time because the rapture of the church happens seven years before the second coming of the Lord spoken in Luke 21. We're seven years ahead of the curve to get our deliverance and the deliverance of the church out of this world and to Jesus Christ to be with Him forever. There are no signs for the rapture. It could happen today. This episode of Focus on the Bible is a production of Focus Evangelistic Ministries. For more information, please write to us at Focus Ministries Incorporated, P.O. Box 498, Danielsville, Georgia, 30633, or visit our website, freddiecoyle.org. That's F-R-E-D-D-I-E-C-O-I-L-E.